Thanks for listening to another episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. We love to share success stories from our veteran hires, and today's episode is even more special because our guest has since experienced 15 years worth of career progression at the company that Orion initially introduced him to. Corey Amick began working with Orion in 2004 when he was transitioning out of the Navy. Orion got him an interview with Climatech, a leading provider of advanced building technologies. Corey was initially hired as an entry-level technician, but has worked his way up to a group operations supervisor and is now responsible for managing a team of technicians and project managers. In this episode, Corey discusses his military background and transition, as well as his career with Climatech and how he's made his first civilian career last more than 15 years. He talks about the different roles he's held at Climatech, what he enjoys about working there, and what he looks for in potential hires. If you have any questions about this interview, topics for a future episode, or if you'd like to share your own success story, I'd love to hear from you. Please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Hey, Corey, how's it going? I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on today because you are an Orion success story, but you also have, I believe, hired through Orion too. And I was introduced to you from one of our sales managers who had kind of found out in a roundabout way that um, we hired you into your current company and you've been there for a long time now. So I definitely want to talk more about that and your career progression and things like that. But before we jump into that, can you go ahead and give our listeners a little bit um, of information about your background, just your education, military experience, and anything you'd like to share about that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I joined uh, the Navy straight out of high school uh, when I was 18. I went through the uh, nuclear power uh, nuclear power school uh, pipeline. So um, I did uh, boot camp boot camp in uh, Great Lakes, and then I went to um, Charleston, South Carolina, for the uh, nuclear power school and uh, A school and uh, prototype. So I did all three schools in uh, Charleston. And uh, I was actually the one of the first classes to go through uh, power school um, in that new uh, new location because it used to be down in uh, Orlando. So then uh, uh, after uh, power school, I went to um, a submarine in uh, Point Loma in San Diego and uh, was on there until uh, 2004 when I uh, separated and then um, uh Got hired on with uh, Climatech, and I have been with them for uh, 15 years. Very cool. So when you were kind of coming to the end of your military journey, did you know that you were going to want to pursue a civilian career opportunity? Did you consider staying in, or you know, was that something that you had already known ahead of time that you were ready to get out? Um, yeah, when I first joined, I didn't really have a plan to make a uh, military a career. Um, my uh, intention was for uh, to get a good experience uh, with the military and um, and a basically a baseline uh, type of um, education, and uh, and then depart and help uh, with the GI Bill to pay for uh, college, which is what I did. Mm-hmm. How about any family? Did you have any family that had been in the military that kind of even led you to pursue the um, the idea to get into the military in the first place? Yeah, my dad was actually in the Navy. Um, he was he went uh, 
he was in the Navy in Vietnam. Um, and then I also had an uncle that was in the Navy. He was actually a CB during, uh, during Vietnam as well. So, um, that was, uh, kind of what got the idea in my head to, to join the Navy and military in general. And, uh, so that way, you know, I'd have, uh, military pay for my education. Mm-hmm. And that's very smart that you were able to utilize your GI Bill as well. Um, when you did decide to get out, what were some of the key drivers in your career search? Because I know you were in San Diego as one of your last stations, and it, I, I believe you're still in San Diego. So was that something that you were, you know, wanting to be geographically focused on that area? Uh Tell you the truth, I was just looking for anything and everything. I, I originally wanted to go back to um, the Midwest because I, um, you know, I'm, I'm originally from the Midwest. I grew up in Minnesota, uh, mostly. Um, so I was looking some for stuff, uh, opportunity, you know, job opportunities back there, and just nothing either uh, came through, or um, you know, was there just wasn't a lot that I was finding. And so I then refocused to uh, California, Southern California in general. And um, that is, uh, and when I was talking with uh, Orion, that is where um, they focused uh, for interviews for me. Mm-hmm. Well, as I'm in our Cincinnati office, and as I'm looking out the window to a bunch of snow on the ground, I think you made the right decision to uh, focus your search on Southern California. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a bright, sunny day out here right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when you you mentioned that you know when you were working with Orion, um, they were kind of focusing your job search in that area because we do have a San Diego office, obviously. But when you were out there, did you attend any hiring conferences, or um, was most of your experience just one-on-one interviews that Orion was setting up for you? Uh, so honestly, what happened was I went through uh, another hiring firm, and I cannot for the life of me remember who what company that was. And when I was, I went to a hiring conference with them, <clears throat> and um, I, and with that, uh, you know, firm, I wasn't getting uh, uh, good feedback, or wasn't uh, or timely feedback, and I wasn't getting any interviews from uh, from them or that hiring conference. And so I was frustrated and I knew other people uh, uh, that I was in the Navy with that went through Orion and they uh, loved it. So I uh, called up and uh, they set me up with uh, face-to-face interviews um, uh, almost directly after I called them. So they were very responsive when, after those interviews and, and they, they wanted to follow up and make sure that, uh, you know, the interviews were going well and they made sure that we were keeping in contact with uh, both those companies that I had interviews with. So it was very, uh, the communication was, was a lot better and a lot more timely. That's always good to hear. I mean, I know everyone's experience is different, but I would hope that, you know, anyone listening to this podcast as one of our candidates would feel the same way and that they're getting um, a lot of one-on-one time and attention as a candidate and not just, you know, one in a sea of, of a huge candidate pool where you never really know where you stand or anything like that. And a lot of it, I think too, depends on their background. I know with your background, you were probably at the time and even still now would have been um, someone that companies desired with your background. So I think that's probably part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the program I went through in the Navy, you know, you get a good uh, 
foundation for um, you know a lot of different uh, trades that you can get out in the civilian world. And I know that's not the the norm for a lot of other rates in the military, but um, from what I found, uh, hiring other you know candidates is that uh, even though military uh, the military in, in itself is, is a good foundation because it it teaches you a lot of different um, things that are, uh, you know, civilian companies are, are looking for, such as mm-hmm. discipline and, and other and other aspects that are, are really, you know, important when uh, when you're going out and looking for a job. Well, and a lot of things that are very fundamental to um, the culture and everything else in the military where, you know, you can pretty much anyone can skate through a college degree and not have a whole lot of discipline and, you know, a lot of the things that, um, that you are taught in the military. So it's definitely different. And I think, um, sets you apart there. And I do want to talk a little bit more about that later in terms of, um, from your perspective now as someone who does hire, um, people, but before we talk about that, you know, when you look back on your transition, you said it was in 2004, it's kind of crazy because that doesn't really seem like it was that long ago, but of course it is. So when you look back and think about that, was there anything that you learned as you worked through the transition process that was different than what you thought before you began? Like, was it easier, harder? Was there something that you didn't even think about that ended up being a challenge or what was that like? Um, I think that uh, my expectations during the transition were, were pretty well met. I, I knew what I was going getting into and, you know, I was kind of looking forward to getting a job in civilian life. And, you know, I don't think I had, I didn't, in my experience, I didn't have too much difficulty in, in that transition. Um, like maybe some other people might, but, um, you know, I, it was, uh, it was a pretty easy and I think that, um, you know, it, it held up to my expectations. Mm-hmm. And you said that you had worked with another firm before working with Orion. So when you found your job at Climate Tech, were you kind of just recently separated or did you have a gap there? I had a gap I about uh, uh, probably about two months from when okay. I went on my, yeah, when I went on my uh, um, my uh, final leave. And then I had uh, about another month where I was just out there screwing around and, and uh, <laughs> it's nice to have a little bit. time though to unplug. So I think <laughs> yeah. that's, that's good. Yeah, definitely. Um, when you know, like I said, it seems like 2004 was just yesterday, but things have changed. I'm sure you know how drastically things have changed since you got out versus now. What do you mm-hmm. think some of the key differences are for people who are getting out of the military now versus when you got out in 2004? Well, I think that, um, at least from my perspective, that uh, a lot of people are now looking towards the military to hire because because of the the skills that they learn and the discipline that they learn. Um, not necessarily that we are not looking at other, you know, college graduates and stuff like that. It just seems like, um, you know, that is that's a good starting point. And I and I felt when I was getting out that that may not have been as much of a case as it is now, but mm-hmm. I, um, from what I'm seeing, I think at least in my perspective, like I said, I think that that it's a it's a lot more of a, a focus. Yeah, I think you're right. When I think about some of the initiatives that we've seen here at Orion, um, 
for instance, just one that I can think of off the top of my head was the Joining Forces Initiative when Obama was in office. And um, it seems like things like that kind of took place in, you know, the 2010 through 2012 timeline. And so it was after you got out where that seemed to be a big focus for organizations where they started broadcasting and publicizing, hey, we're going to hire 100,000 veterans. Those types of things seem to have taken place after you got out of the military. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit more about your career with Climate Tech because you've been there now for a long time. And I mean, that's great because I'm sure you know that from your own experience that a lot of not even just veterans, but people in general do not stay in their first um, career out of the military or out of college or whatever the case may be. So uh, you obviously really like it there. And so I do want to talk a little bit more about that. So what does Climate Tech do? So Climate Tech is a, a building automation and controls company. We install the uh, systems that control large heating and air conditioning um, systems in larger buildings like hospitals, colleges, large office buildings, skyscrapers, that type of, uh, those type of buildings. Um, and um, we also, you know, we do that computer programming and <clears throat> bring in other systems like fire, life, safety, and security into, a, in, into our system to have it as a front end for those, uh, for the facilities operators in those buildings to have one central location to have all that information. Awesome. And, and are you guys um, located nationwide? We are mainly in the Southwest. We have offices in uh, San Diego, um, Los Angeles, uh, Phoenix, in uh, Nevada, and um, all over Texas as well. But we also have one small office now in uh, New Jersey, and we are um, now starting to branch out as much as we can to other areas as well. So all horrible places to live <laughs> from what you just listed. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's awesome. So what positions have you held at Climate Tech? Um, you can just take me back to the beginning, what you were originally hired as through Orion and, um, you know, how you progressed so far. Yeah, so um, I was hired on uh, at Climate Tech uh, just as a, a, you know, entry-level technician and, um you know, I, and I'm not to brag, but I'm a, I'm a fast learner. So after about uh, two years, I was already starting to do a little bit of program program management. So I was doing uh, the installation and startup of our systems, but also doing the um, install as well, and uh, you know, managing other other trades and contractors. And then, um, you know, I did that for a few more years, and then I was, became a full full blown project manager after about um, I guess it was about uh, 10 years with the company I was a full-blown project manager and then about uh, two years ago now I am I was promoted to my current position um, where I uh, am a group operations manager and do hiring and um, all, all the other fun stuff I get to do as you know related actual to the business so it was a uh, you know a gradual but you know kind of a original uh, you know an originally kind of a meteoric meteoric rise and then you know it kind of gradually then built up after that. But um, yeah, mm -hmm. when I yeah when I when I first uh, got hired on here, I was I was really honestly thinking that I was only going to be here for about five years, 
And um, then I was going to, you know, look elsewhere. But after five years, I was doing really good and I was comfortable and they were treating me well. And I decided I, I, you know, I just didn't think I wanted to go anywhere else. And I have been been here ever since, like I said. Yeah, that's interesting. You said that I was going to ask you if, you know, if when you first started, if you could have seen yourself there for as long as you have been there, because I think a lot of times people will go into a job thinking either one of two ways, somewhere they want to stay forever or they know it's just kind of a temporary thing. And then other times you don't really know, you just hope for the best. And if you are experiencing career progression, which you obviously have, and you like the way that they do business and the way that they treat you and things like that, there's really no reason to leave unless unless you're just seeking something different. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, I just didn't, after that five years, it just wasn't even on my mind to move. So it, like I said, it just, I just stayed with the company and, and just kept moving up through the ranks. So what did you say your current um, title is right now? I'm a group operations supervisor. So I have uh, a team of uh, product managers and technicians that work, uh, work below me. Yeah, so you probably have a bunch of people with a variety of backgrounds, too. Do you have a lot of military, or is that something, I know we're going to talk about, you know, you wanting to hire military, but do you have a lot of military or veterans that currently work for you? Um, so, <clears throat> directly under me, I do have uh, one veteran, um, but in our company as a whole, we have many, many people that came out of the military, and um, like I said, it's a... Uh, it's a it's one of those qualities that we like to see um when we when we're interviewing mhm yeah definitely so obviously career progression has been huge for you and that's a big incentive to really stay anywhere but is there anything else about climate tech that's kept you there for so long and that kind of makes you excited about your future there um yeah i uh when i first uh, joined climate tech it was just a really tiny company that was in just a couple just had a couple offices uh, offices in a small building and you know it was just n no more than 20 people in the whole company in this branch when I when I got hired on and uh, after you know I and I saw it just grow and grow and grow but we still kept that small uh, company mentality and you know we we were actually bought out by Bosch which is you know a global you know multi-billion dollar company uh, about five years ago but we still kept that small business mentality. You know, we're, we're, we might be owned by this huge conglomerate, but we also, you know, we're a wholly owned subsidiary. So we still, you know, act as a small company and we have a good relationship with all our employees. You know, we, we do really have like a family mentality as well. So it's just, that's what, that's what really kept me, kept me on and liking the company and, and liking the people I work with. Mm -hmm. And I think that probably goes back to your military background, too. And that's something we see a lot of times with our transitioning veterans is that they really want to um, move into a position that has sort of a um, family, like a close-knit type of feel, because that's what you had in the military, too. So you don't want to go from having that to basically feeling like you know nothing about your coworkers. You just kind of go there and get the job done and go home at the end of the day. Right in the military, we had that camaraderie because well, you're with your you're with your shipmates or whatever at for you know most of your time, and uh, you know we kind of feel the same way in our in, in this company. We we really do like our our employees, and we try to treat our employees as as well as we possibly can. You know. 
Yeah, definitely. So what would you say has been the most rewarding thing about your time at Climate Tech so far? I think uh, basically, you know, moving up to, through the ranks and seeing seeing this company grow and prosper, but yet just maintaining that that close-knit, you know, relationships that we have with all the, everyone else that we work with. I think that's what's kept me here, and that's what I like most about working here. And I think it's a testament to not only you and your hard work and, um, you know, like you said, you're a fast learner, but also to the company because, like I said, you don't typically see that type of tenure, especially in your first job out of the military. I think I've seen a statistic that says like 47% of veterans quit their job within um, their first year, so like their first um civilian career that is and like Mm -hmm. i said i don't think that's necessarily specific to veterans i think that you know college graduate they would you know not stay in a job for very long either so i think that's a testament to both you and climate tech yeah mostly you know when you're getting out and and starting a new life whether that's from college or or from the military you don't really know which direction you want to go you you try to get your first job that you can and uh you know work with it if you can, or, you know, if it's not fitting with you right away, then you try to move on. So, you know, I think that's, you know, that's common across the board. And, you know, it just so happened that uh, when I got out, I found the job that did work with me and that I enjoyed it and I I stayed with it. Yeah, definitely. It's funny because over the course of 15 years, I'm sure a lot's changed in your life in general. So that's been kind of the constant thing. But, you know, I'm sure a lot has changed. So it's probably pretty cool to look back at the big picture and see how far you've come, not only with the company, but just in life in general. Yeah, absolutely. As you said before, it's 2004 doesn't seem that long ago, but it really is (laughs) 15 years ago. I don't know if that ages us, though, to think that 2004 <laughs> doesn't seem like a long time ago. <laughs> yes, that's right. very funny. Okay, so you are obviously now in a position to hire others, and you mentioned that you do have one veteran that um, works directly under you. But what are some of the key attributes that you look for in a new hire, and um, do you typically try to prioritize veteran hiring? Um, what I'm looking for is uh, – Besides some fundamental skills that I think are necessary for the positions I'm hiring for, I'm looking for someone who's enthusiastic and and looking forward to this uh, this position. Um, someone who's you know got some discipline and, and dedication, and overall just has a good personality, good attitude. Um, someone that's going to you know, fit in with us as well. Because, you know, sometimes you could, you might ha- look good on paper, but you're not going to mesh well when you meet the person. Or even the the interviewee might not view, you know, mesh well with uh, the interviewer. So, you know, those things have to all click, and that's what I'm looking for. And um, I have, uh, you know, told my company that, yeah, I, I, w- I do want to um, make, you know, veterans a a priority when I'm looking for hiring at new positions. Mm -hmm. And I like what you said about, you know, sometimes it's just about who clicks. I think a lot of times we get so wrapped up in, does my resume say the exact right thing? Does it include all the right keywords? Blah, blah, blah. But a lot of times it's, it really comes down to how well you click with someone and how well you mesh with them. Do you like that person? Would you hang out with them outside of work? And usually that's what influences a lot of hiring decisions. 
Yeah, I mean, it might sound um, it might sound a little harsh, but honestly, that that that's the reality. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, obviously, you mentioned um, the dedication, hard work, and things like that. Is there anything else that stands out to you about your time in service that you think has helped prepare you for a civilian career? Um, I think that, uh, yeah, the discipline and and the way uh, the military taught me to learn new uh, concepts or new skills or whatever it is, that is, um, that's really what uh, made me succeed in this business because I I got hired on and I didn't really know anything about HVACU or the controls industry and I had a foundation in electrical and some mechanical systems, but other than that, I didn't really know anything about it, but I, I, I learned quickly and I learned those skills to learn quickly when I was in the Navy. Mm-hmm. And obviously your adaptability has been something that's served you well too, because you've now progressed into a variety of different roles. And while that's exciting and that's what you want is career progression, you also have to be able to roll with the punches and learn new things and continue to learn new things. Right, exactly. What do you think now that you're on the other side of it and you interview veterans and you kind of see um you know, what What some of the things are that they're struggling with. What do you think some of the challenges you typically see are for transitioning veterans today? And then in addition uh, to that, what do you think, how can they overcome those challenges? I think they're the challenges, the biggest challenge is that they um, uh, don't think that they have the right uh, skills or knowledge to interview with a particular position. Um, and, uh, someone that may have been just uh, an MP throughout their whole uh, career in the military now is going out into the civilian world and maybe doesn't necessarily want to be, uh, in law enforcement or something like that, which is what that would, you know, um, translate best into. And they're trying to get into, uh, some kind of other, you know, um, industry. They still have skills that help them in any kind of a business situation, such as being adaptable, being being able to learn new situation, uh, you know, new concepts, new skills, whatever that might be. Um, and for those new people coming into this industry, they, under, they have to understand that they, the military does give you a lot of good skills and good ways to learn um, new concepts and they just they just have to realize that and and be able to you know project that in into their interviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good answer. And one of the things that I was thinking when you were saying that was just maybe that's one of the benefits of working with a military recruiting firm or even a company that you know it has that commitment to hiring veterans because it takes a little bit of the. Um, guest workout is will they even value my military experience if you are working say you're working with a recruiting firm like Orion you the companies that you're interviewing with have obviously partnered with us for a reason to hire you they're paying to hire you so they're legitimately committed to it and so it kind of I would think would set you at ease a little bit more to know that um, these companies are willing to overlook some of those maybe not immediately transferable skills to some of the soft skills that you were talking about. Right. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of industries will, what they do is a lot of on the job training. So 
if they're if you know you know people coming into the those new industries are willing to learn and do it quickly then they honestly would make them uh, a very valuable part of any organization yeah definitely so Corey I think you have really valuable insight to share because of the fact that you know you have a military background like all of our listeners and then also now you've had a very successful career over the past 15 years so Based on that, is there any advice that you'd like to share with transitioning service members or, or even veterans who are at the beginning of their civilian career? Um, I think that um, knowing what uh, their most valuable skills are um, and being able to, you know, translate that uh, into a, a, a position that they're looking to get hired on is what is uh, the most important even though you might not think you're uh, completely eligible for a certain position you have those skills and you have those uh, and you have the um, you know the discipline in order to be successful in any position that you're out there that you might want to be a part of Very good. Well, Corey, I really appreciate you taking the time today and thank you so much for joining us. And like I said, your advice is very valuable because you obviously have the proven career track record to show that you've been able to be successful. So I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear from you, so if you have any feedback, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Our goal is to help all military job seekers through their transition and beyond, so make sure you share our show with your friends. See you next time.